0: Welcome to I'm Game with Fred Kroner. Today, I'm joined by Andrew Walmer, who is a Muhammad Seymour graduate, has returned to the school district. He is a chemistry teacher at the high school, and after assisting in Boys Cross Country the last two years, is now the Boys Cross Country head coach. Welcome, Andrew. Thanks. So back when you were in high school, did you ever envision yourself as a, as a future coach or not?
1: Um, a little bit. It definitely took some time for the idea to really develop, um, but now I don't really see any other way it would have turned out. So,
0: so as you, as you graduate from high school and and went to the U of I, were you majoring in uh, education at that point with an eye to to getting into teaching and coaching?
1: So I actually started out in chemical engineering, uh, about a year and a half in, didn't really feel like it was quite what I wanted to do. I still like the chemistry part of it. Uh, but that's really when I started coaching and, um, Kind of found my enjoyment in teaching as well and decided to switch over to, to pursuing that so
0: so talk about how this opportunity to become the ms cross-country head coach came about uh, neil garrison had the program now for a number of years of course that was who you ran for uh, when you were in high school had some some great teams state championship teams and uh, you were in all-state or a couple different years so talk about uh, getting to know coach garrison and then how this opportunity came about to, to be his replacement
1: Yeah, so um, it was summer, that must have been 2020, I think it was, or maybe 2019, um, an assistant coaching position became available at the high school, and I was actually volunteering with the junior high team at the time, um, but I knew at that point I wanted to get involved with the high school and ideally sometime down the road, uh, maybe become the head coach And so I originally split that assistant position with Brian Butcher, who I ran with in high school. Um, And then when he left that next year, I kind of took over as full-time assistant. And then just some events this past year led to uh, Coach Garrison leaving. And then um, I just was ready to step in. It was a little sooner maybe than I anticipated, but uh, just with us graduating a a large group of seniors uh, and having kind of a really young team. I think it actually worked out well. It was, a, it was a good opportunity for a transition like that to happen. Um, and so, yeah, it was just, it was, I think more than anything, just a, a timing thing where um, just some changes were happening and, and I was here to, to take over. So,
0: so what, what was your starting point as a coach? You, you officially become approved as head coach. What, what are some of the first things that, that you do?
1: So with... I think any sport, uh, the culture of the program is really important. Fortunately, uh, Coach Garrison worked tirelessly for years and years to build that culture. Um, I mean, and it, it extends beyond just the current runners of the team. It was something that involved parents and alumni. And so we had uh, a lot of people investing in this program. And that's something that, like I said, takes years and years to build. Uh, so fortunately I have that already to work with as a foundation. Um, I would say now really the thing that we're focusing on is kind of like I mentioned, uh, graduated a lot of seniors, so we have a really young team. Um, So what we're trying to do is how can we establish an identity, not only for all of our young guys who are on the team right now and set them up for success, uh, but then also having new coaches in the program, how can we make this something uh, of our own as well, while still honoring the traditions and the culture that's, Uh, been established and has worked really well for our runners up to this point so just kind of finding our our own mix that works
0: so I think a sports like basketball and football and you know a coach can draw up plays and say this is what I want you to do Uh, in coaching cross country you can't really draw up plays so so talk about what it means to be a cross country coach and and what you do because you have to be kind of a a cheerleader and motivator and and inspire them don't you
1: yep yep so that's definitely true. Uh, there are so many coaches out there that have widely different approaches to the physical side of running, and yet they manage to get very similar results at the end of the day. Um, so I I really think a lot of it comes down to how can we continuously motivate our runners? How can we develop within them the passion and, um, sort of bring out the intrinsic motivation to get out there and run, um, it's one thing for when practice starts the runners to show up and we say hey here's all the things that we're doing today and you know they just they just do it and they go home and then that's kind of it um how do we get the runners to the point where they want to pursue more opportunities beyond what we're just offering as coaches so trying to find out you know what are the little things i can be doing outside of practice to take this to the next level um and so we we as coaches we're just of trying to help the runners get to that point um of being passionate about the sport and and really enjoying it rather than seeing it as something where they just show up do what we tell them to do and then go home um because those runners are usually ones that that kind of plateau or maybe even maybe even in high school but definitely after that kind of fall out of the whole the running thing but
0: What did you learn from Coach Garrison coaching with him that maybe was different or that you hadn't seen uh, when you were an athlete and and running for him? Yeah,
1: so I think going back to um, kind of the, the culture and the tradition side of things. So really just making sure that you're not focusing too much on times or statistics and not treating the runners just as a number on a page, but really making sure that we're finding what works for them as a team, because we definitely emphasize the team concept. uh, Like what can each individual runner do to help contribute to this this sort of bigger thing that we have going on, Um, but also making sure that we're focusing on building those cultural foundations. So is this a program that the runners want to buy into, that they see they have a greater role to play rather than just showing up and, you know, put in the miles and showing up for the races and, you know, just giving them more opportunities to invest beyond that. Because um, I, I think those are really things that we can help develop within, uh, develop within them at practice that then uh, extends into things just in their normal life uh, to help them become better people as well.
0: How tough is it to so follow in the footsteps of somebody like Coach Garrison who's had uh, state championships as far as teams, uh, as far as an individual, multiple All-State runners, uh, multiple teams in the top ten, like last year's team was eighth in the state, and how difficult is it to be the guy that, that takes over for him?
1: Um, yeah, it's, I mean, he's definitely done great things for this program, extremely successful. Um, I, I'm happy that I get to take over for him. Like I said earlier about all the great things that he's already kind of set us up for in terms of building the program. uh, But also just having that high standard to live up to. It's really motivating for me um, just because I've, I've seen what's possible with runners from our school. And so that lets me know that it's possible to replicate that. Not that it's going to be easy, um, but it's very motivating. Um, and I also think part of that too, is having, having run for him also kind of inspires me to try to be as good, if not better as a coach, uh, and as sort of a way to honor everything that he's done for me and just for the program in general. So yeah, it's, it's an exciting challenge for sure.
0: And you mentioned earlier how different coaches have different philosophies in in terms of coaching cross-country. And and a couple things that that I really noticed with Coach Garrison that I think are different than most coaches, or at least a lot of coaches, is, first of all, he didn't emphasize a lot of meets. I think most years he had about the minimum number of meets scheduled that you could have and then still be eligible to compete in the postseason. So is that a philosophy you see yourself continuing, or would you like to get a little bit more uh, meets in there And then second part of that question, um, even after running so few meets in the regular season, there are a lot of times he would rest somebody in the postseason, either at the the regional or sectional. And I know last year, like at regional, he ran an all-senior lineup, and then by the time got to sectional, put in a couple juniors. So uh, what what are your thoughts in in terms of those two practices?
1: So I am essentially on the same page when it comes to trying to minimize the number of meets that we run. We definitely put emphasis on a couple of quality workout sessions during the week. And if we're doing a Saturday meet every week and, you know, a a Tuesday dual meet or whatever else in the middle of the week, uh, I feel like it detracts from being able to do those sorts of things meets. I mean, going out and actually doing a a full on effort for a race. um, It, it can really add up and wear on the guys and, We could back off if we did multiple meets a week, but I feel like we would be better served replacing one of those meets with a workout where we can get some better preparation for our upcoming meet. And then we can actually go out and run the meet and shoot for a good time or a good performance. Um, so yeah, I, we're, the goal is to continue on doing that hitting sort of that minimum number of meets. Um, and then as for, the second part, did you refresh me what the second part of the question was?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah re- resting some runners in the post. Oh. not running the, the exact same lineup all the way through regional, sectional, and state.
1: Yes, yes. So that is, um, I know since my freshman year, that's something that Coach Garrison would do. Uh, not so sure about how frequently he did that before, but that is definitely something that, if able, I would like to keep doing. Um, I also think it's just a testament to the depth of a team when you're able to do that at the regional and especially the sectional meet. Um, but yeah, I, I just think it's kind of tying in with this idea of keeping guys rested and races being, especially those postseason races, uh, being pretty strenuous. If we can hold guys out, but also give maybe some younger guys the opportunity to compete in those post-season meets, um, I, just, I just think there are a lot of benefits to it. Um, And and at the end of the day, um, it's a great thing to win a regional and a sectional title, but we're trying to kind of look at regional, sectional, state altogether as a big picture. And if we're in a position where we could do really well at the state meet and potentially trophy if we play our cards right, and that involves maybe holding some guys out and maybe risking not getting a title at regional or sectional. Um then, yeah, that that's definitely something that we consider.
0: So, so talk a little bit about the, this year's uh, team, the 2022 team. I, I believe there are just two juniors that ran during the postseason last year, Ben Wallace and Hayden Grotelution. Um, so you're going to, like you said earlier, you're going to have a lot of inexperience, at least in terms of varsity competition runners this year, aren't you? Yep, yep.
1: Um Yeah, so as of right now, we just have three seniors and three juniors in uh, about – Oh, at least 10 freshmen, sophomore total. I think we might end up having 12. We had a couple um, first-day runners yesterday for our first day of practice. Um, But, yeah, uh, we had some more practices, a little more structure over the summer than usual just to help get these new guys into the routine and develop some consistency and um, just start building some strength so that they're ready to go when, I guess, now we've started this first week of practice Uh, what I'm really impressed with is I think I've already seen a lot of our freshmen just jump right up with the front group. They're not really intimidated. Uh, Everyone's doing a great job of rallying together as a group, regardless of what class they're in uh, and just kind of going after it as a team. And that's something as coaches trying to emphasize is that team aspect that we shouldn't be worrying about a pecking order. You know, oh, this, you know, this guy, he finishes before me, but I always, you know, finish before this guy. And we're not really worried about that. Uh, We've had, I would say, up up to 10 guys who have been kind of moving in and out of our top five, seven range this summer. Um, So we're we're really just focusing on that depth and collectively trying to make our team as best as we can. Um, And our our young guys are just buying right into that. I mean, they haven't really shown any, any fear of running far or running fast or running with the old guys. Uh, they've, they've just kind of jumped right into it. And that's, that's sort of a testament to our old guys as well. I think they've done a good job of, uh, already of inviting our younger guys in, making them feel like this is a team that they can be a part of immediately. They don't have to wait till they're juniors and seniors to really start to contribute. Um, and so – I think if we can continue that momentum and continue that kind of growth, I, I think this team's still got a lot of untapped potential for this season.
0: And of course, talking about the freshmen, I mean, besides just being new to high school and the high school experience, they're, they're jumping up from two miles of competition in junior high to three. So, I mean, that's a, another big element for them as well, isn't it?
1: Yep, for sure. Uh, I know personally it, it took me a while in high school to really get the hang of, of the three-mile race. Um, It's certainly different because junior high, you get to the mile mark and then you're halfway done. You got a mile to go. Pretty much, you know, every junior high runner can manage that. But high school, you that second mile almost kind of becomes a dead zone where you have to really practice. How do I how do I maintain? How do I hang in there until I get to that final mile where I'm like in the home stretch? Like, oh, I can do a mile and I can bring it into the finish. But yep. So it's it's definitely an adjustment. Um, But even so, I feel like our young guys have been have been handling um, the increased workload, the increased distance that, that our high school team does compared to the, uh, what they're used to at the junior high level. And, yeah, they are transitioning very well. So.
0: Now, are you a coach that goes out and runs with the runners, or, or what do you do during practice?
1: Yeah, so um, I, I have an assistant coach, Gabe Pommier, who he's my age, we ran together in, in high school. And so we'll together try to run with the guys as much as we can Uh, Sometimes if we're taking splits or whatever it might be, uh, maybe one of us has to, I mean, just to make things run smoothly, has to stand to the side and and take those splits. But uh, yesterday we had a workout and for most of the time, uh, he and I were able to run with the guys and help pace them and kind of show them the ropes a little bit. But yeah, we try to jump in as much as we can, just so the guys know that it's a system that... We believe in as well and that we're willing to do with them and it's not just us telling them hey we want you guys to do all this crazy stuff and and you know just trust us so
0: talk about your your background in running how, how did you get started and, and what was the appeal in running that that kept you going because it can be kind of a, a lonely sport sometime when you're out there especially in the summer just kind of training on your own or maybe with just one or two other guys
1: yeah so i started back in in sixth grade because my, my mom wanted me to do a sport and that was the only sport that the junior high offered. So I was kind of, kind of forced to do it. Um, and then seventh grade, I came back cause still didn't, I didn't really do baseball. I didn't really do any other sports like that. Um, so came back and I was kind of going through growth spurt and all of a sudden was a lot faster and getting up to the, the varsity level. So that was a little more enjoyable being, being one of the better guys and that momentum kind of carried me into high school. And then that's when I met coach Garrison and and the rest of the high school team. And that just really kind of, um, really just kind of changed my perspective of running. And, and I really started to enjoy it more. And, and just that, that team aspect and how much guys really bought into this whole idea of, of being a team and, and how much they loved running. And that just really had an impact on me. And, um, from that point, I kind of just made it my own thing too and and just developed a passion for it. But
0: so when you were at the the U of I, you, you were involved with their club cross-country team a couple of years. What what has running meant to you and, and what do you get out of it now when you're kind of maybe past the you know the competitive phase in terms of you know not having high school season or college season to prepare for?
1: Yeah, so I think the beauty of it is anywhere I'm at any time of the day I can go out and get in the run, even if it's just by myself. And, um, I can, you know, design any kind of workout I want to do just to, to kind of test where I'm at. So I think it's just a nice, it's a very customizable, very personal way of going out and just kind of pushing myself and seeing what I'm capable of. So even though I, I do some races, I mean, it's only probably a few times a year just with coaching and everything else. Um, you know that that takes up time, but um, I I just enjoy the freedom the freedom to do workouts whatever workouts I want whenever I want for the challenge of it. And then if I'm feeling up for a race, I can go do one for fun. And and yeah, just it's it's just a fun little test to see what I'm capable of.
0: Now, will you customize practices at all? In other words, will, will a, a senior that's been running for four years get the same practice workout as a freshman that you know maybe just started cross country uh, for the first time on, on Monday of this week?
1: Yeah, so a lot. Uh, fortunately, we had really good participation this summer with our summer workouts. So a lot of the freshmen that might have not had as good of a summer of training in the past just from maybe not quite knowing exactly how to go about planning out their summer mileage. Um, I feel like, so I feel like a lot of our freshmen are better prepared maybe than they would have been in the past. So they're already ready for the type of work that we're doing at the beginning. Um, Some of our newer guys that maybe joined a little bit later in the summer. uh, We definitely scale things a little bit. So maybe, you know, they, they do some fraction of the workout just to make sure we're not pushing them too hard too soon and, and risking injury too much, um, but other than that, we don't really have a, a crazy spread in terms of senior versus freshman workload, so if a freshman has already safely built up to doing a certain amount of work, that could already be as much as we're asking for our seniors, so um, overall, I guess, yep, yeah, we differentiate where necessary, but We also don't want to limit our guys too much. So we already have freshmen who are up training with some of our our veteran runners.
0: So kind of switching gears a little bit, um, I want to talk about how your your interest came about in in teaching. And I I know going back years and years ago, your grandmother, Barb Barker, was a longtime elementary school teacher in Muhammad. How influential was her in terms of, you know, kind of your your career path and and what you decided to ultimately do?
1: Yeah, so... She and I, we would talk time to time uh, about it. I know she was definitely interested um, when I kind of made that switch at the U of I. Part of the reason that I originally wanted to get into it is because I was already doing some coaching stuff and I knew that teaching has a lot of similarities with coaching and if I became a teacher, then that would also help establish what I wanted to do with coaching um, just because I wasn't sure how well maybe another career path would enable me to do the things I wanted to do with coaching. So in that way, the, the coaching and the teaching kind of went hand in hand. Um, but it, it definitely wasn't something that I was thinking about even in, even in high school. Um, I, I really think it was a, um, an idea that developed a lot my sophomore year of college, because I, I actually remember getting an email from, from Coach Garrison, uh, about a potential opening in the science department at the high school that would yeah. be likely coming about when I graduated from the U of I. So it was in some some ways kind of a, a star's aligning situation. And I, I think that might have pushed me over the edge to really commit to the, the teaching the teaching side of things. Um, and then you know a couple, a couple years went by and, and it came to fruition and And, and it ended up working out and I, and I got the position and, um, and then that's when I became the full-time assistant for the high school team. So it was, it was kind of a, in a way happened recently, but um, it was also definitely something where there were multiple moving parts that got set in motion a few years before I got the teaching position and then it, it, it all worked out fortunately. But.
0: So going through school, were, were the sciences usually some of your strongest subjects and, and favorite subjects as, as well or, or not?
1: Yeah, math, math and science, those were the classes I, I tended to enjoy the most and uh, had an act for, so.
0: So taking over this year as a cross country head coach, do you think, feel like it was good for you last year to, to be a first year teacher and maybe not have the responsibilities of being a head coach last year and kind of, you know, so get the year of teaching under your belt and, and be an assistant and then this year kind of add a little bit more duties to, to your list?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Um, with student teaching, I had a really great experience where I, I essentially got to be the sole authority in the classroom. So I think that set me up well but there are just so many other things that you don't get to experience as a student teacher that you have to learn that first year as a teacher Um, that now that I've gone through that process, I feel like I have a much better perspective of what to expect during the school year. Um, So I can kind of roll with the punches a lot more easily on the teaching side of things. And so I think that's gonna make all the extra responsibilities that come with being a head coach uh, make those a lot more manageable. I, I think that would have been um, doable, but it would have been a handful as a first year teacher to have to deal with all of that, so. Nope.
0: All right, well, before I let you go, uh, will there be any home meets on the schedule this year or will everything be away from Muhammad?
1: So as of right now, everything is going to be away, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if the fans wanna see the team, they're gonna to have to get in their car early on a Saturday morning and, and make a little bit of a road trip. Yeah. Yeah, we have been talking with Andrew Walmer, the first year Muhammad Seymour boys cross country head coach. Uh, Appreciate your time, Andrew. Anything else you would like to add before I let you go? Nope. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, Best of wishes this year, and I'm sure we will be in touch. Yep.
1: Thanks for having me on.